0: Hello and welcome to a special episode of Caravan Thirteen.
1: It's super special, everybody.
0: That weird your Two favorites. <laughs> About to say that weird distorted voices, James, our DM. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be distorted. It's Discord. It's Discord and a it's bunch of Discorded. It's discorded. <laughs> so, yeah. No actual episode this weekend. But we're going to do a special thing for you guys. Which so, is... Oh, no, you go.
1: No, 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 no. If you're the director and owner, please.
0: <laughs> director slash co owner because you guys all have to say. Eh,
1: not really. You can shut the shit down on these clowns and honestly just say, nah, we're done. That's, that's all you. I know. Well, uh, to put it plain, we're basically going to just do a little recap episode for you guys.
0: And maybe if we get it done under. 10 minutes we'll do some questions or answer some of your burning questions.
1: Yes, we'll illuminate some of the elephants in the room. One of them is pink. His name is Charlie. Oh, that's his name. Mm-hmm. The other one is Humphrey, but we're not telling you which one that is. <laughs> Sorry, so, um,
0: <laughs> I interrupted you. Sorry. Go ahead. I was going to ask you if no, you want to go no. first.
1: I was going to say so. The lowdown of episode one, which technically you guys never heard the first two episodes, so the adventure started off with most of the party. Um, there was Shay, Parda, Varied. And Garrick were on their way to Fomoha in a 13 caravan line of people looking for jobs and settling from another part of the continent. That lasted all of about five minutes before the driver had a conniption about his horse and his relation with it therein. And it's assumed he got eaten by wolves.
0: All we know uh, is, is from yeah. Shay and Garrett's point of view, they got drunk. <laughs> yep. Wait, was uh, it... No. Oh, yeah. Shane and Garrett got drunk. Shay Garrett got drunk. Varied and Hardith went off to go find the guy. Could only find the horse and a bunch of wolf paw prints.
1: Right. So,
0: eventually...
1: Uh, disaster strikes, they move a tree. The first episode was really kind of a feeling out of everything. Uh, they basically got into town. They lost their horse. The three men got stupidly drunk. Woo. And then the infamous cats and pants joke happened. <laughs> which, um, the sh- that is basically our druid really wanted to find a cat in the middle of a, not even a logging town, just literally like a small little podunk town in the middle of a forest.
0: It was one step away from being a ghost town. It was, it was
1: literally like a stiff breeze comes through this place and nobody's going to live there anymore. They didn't even have finely constructed houses. And so I, (laughs) I, um, I said, sure, you think you see paw Prince And then she tried to climb in a straw house. Yes, <laughs> she did try, and she failed, and she fell into the house.
0: Without waking the guy up, by the way.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, that was that. I, uh, I tried to save her, and she succeeded. Um, she then stole the pants off of the sleeping man because he assumed he trapped a cat inside of his pants. And that was when he, he woke up to her trying to leave, and then he was arrested for a decent exposure, and she was about to be arrested for theft.
0: And then who destroyed and, his house?
1: I don't. I think it was just their scuffle
0: destroyed his house
1: between their tug-of-war of pantaloons.
0: It was that of Reed. Somebody, or maybe her, and somebody destroyed it. Left yeah, this man they, pantsless insulted his manhood and then what else and then his house
1: eventually was destroyed i think some he like tried to slam the door and the house came down around him (laughs) so we ruined a man and then um they spent the night and then they left or no they they left to the next town when they were beset upon um some hyenas
0: Oh, yeah, the possessed
1: hyenas. The possessed or hyenas. Right. That's when episode two happened, and that's when actually that episode did not have Parda in it as we were on the opposite end of town, and she was unable to make it, but another friend of ours who wasn't a part of the first session wanted in, so that's when we got a lovely Zara in, in episode two. That brought around...
0: (laughs) I was about to say the whole character creation for him. What, the whole
1: character creation of the DM did it? Basically. (laughs) Yeah, hi, I'm the reason Zarog exists.
0: The sad part is, what I pictured for Zarog slash Lugash for you was probably going to be way cooler. And then Brandon touched it.
1: Oh yeah, no, see that's...
0: okay. Um, We'll get into all of that after the recap.
1: Okay. Episode 2 involves um, the elf and town. uh, The head caravan leader kind of gives everybody some crap. Like, why were you causing so much trouble? What happened? Then they drag a dead demonic hyena.
0: He said dead demonic hyena, by the way. Just in case the sound went out there.
1: Hyena, yes. Demonic Hyena. Um, basically, Head Caravan Master... Right now. <laughs> yeah. And Since I'm I recording, feel like...
0: messed up.
1: I'll, I'll be sure if you missed it, I'll repeat it. Um, Caravan Master pukes because this thing is gnarly as hell. Uh, they go to bed. Turns out the elf goes missing. Nobody knows where it went. It's assumed she was arrested because she went to look for a cat or something. It's, there was precedent from the past episode. A convenient excuse, if you will. So then the three men get Jolly, but they then find some – They what was that?
0: I just realized you said three men all the time, and it's like, are we going oh, yes. off of the players or are we going off of the characters?
1: I'm sorry, there are three boys, but it's actually two men and a lady. If we could call her a lady. She is no woman. <laughs> She's a fiend! A succubus! She's a bird! <laughs> but, um... So... Um, I cannot remember the precise way it happened, but basically... They decided to look for clues as to where the elf went, I believe was the storyline.
0: It started as something like that, that and then we ended up finding out the wagon was broken. So we mm-hmm. had to go find somebody to fix it.
1: Right. So Garrett decided to go off on his own for a little bit. Mm. Spooky warlocky things. So Shay and Vareed went to this cabin, and they met this guy. <laughs> oh God. God! When did we?
0: No, we yeah. met the logger first, because that's how we met uh, Timmy, the Recap Kid.
1: That is how we met Timmy. Once. Yeah, Timmy, the Recap Kid. No, we we introduced him afterwards as some we int- gags because our cleric couldn't handle. Well, we reintroduced his him
0: in the town. But the first time yeah. we met him was when we needed somebody to fix the wagon. Right. And so the logging father who was Kratos basically.
1: He's essentially turned into Kratos.
0: It's basically it worked. That was It worked. God of War 3 4 had just came out so we were just like boy every 5 seconds. Boy.
1: Right. So, well, actually, I think we did the whole boy thing in, what, episode four, actually? We
0: did it in episode two, and then we just kept it going. Kind of. And we just haven't done it for in a while.
1: Because he, he hasn't been around. Yeah. So, um, episode two, so then, you obviously, we go find the logger, and then... Is that when you re- met up with Garrick? After you met the logger?
0: We met up with... Garrick,
1: air quotes.
0: <laughs> who then takes us to go help find a horse?
1: Right, because obviously part of was missing and her horse was gone.
0: Yep. We assume she stole it and left town or something.
1: Yeah, she was talking about liberating the horse a lot. Again, precedent.
0: But this was also. Back when her character was super serious and... I
1: wouldn't call it super serious. I would call it super socially inept and also antisocial.
0: Well, she was also very snooty because the way she would talk was like very high elvish.
1: For a wood elf, she was too Altmer for my taste.
0: Yeah. And then we just basically told her, be relaxed... Just be you, and then
1: she became kawaii des anime girl. Anyway, off oh, God, we get off topic a lot. <laughs>
0: That's the whole point of this series. I know, but damn, it's just everywhere. Um,
1: <laughs> <I know. laughs> so, read um, go north towards uh, this assumed horse. That somebody who owns a horse and Garrick is, has his head up his book this whole time just saying the infamous well that's interesting at every Anytime hook and turn.
0: something happened he would look from his book
1: look back down close it and say well that's interesting
0: I wish I had a book big enough here to simulate it
1: he says standing up to go get a book
0: well I have a bookshelf right behind me and I was like do I have a big enough one
1: Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So um, they eventually find the horse salesman, air quotes, but he was really just a demon in disguise that liked to plow goats.
0: As far as we know.
1: That was the that was the resonant answer. Oh wait, we found Zarog by that point, didn't we?
0: Yeah, we found Zarog the first time.
1: Right that was when we found zarag on the shores of like a beach
0: yeah like a dried up lake. we found him he then gets
1: what the, what, but no, the that was he, the demon he, and
0: then, then he you had
1: to in. do some then he gets pulled back in so following the goat plower, um it turns out there's a sickness spreading and they wind up seeing like the traveling war band that the demonic hyenas hyenas fell follow and garrick air quotes goes to fight slash investigate and verid and shay go oh hell no and they dip dip potato chip the other way and Garrick basically being the alpha male he is goes, What, are you a pansy too? And unfortunately, the real life person doesn't like being called a yellow bellied loser, and neither does his character. So he <laughs> naturally said, Yeah, I'll go with you. Fuck those guys.
0: And if you've watched the newest episode, going. you know why. <laughs> I, is it in the newest episode? Yes! It's when he fought the tro- giant
1: thing. Oh, right, 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 right. yes. If thanks for cussing
0: thank hearts in Morse cold code. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, the newest episode. So, the, yeah, I forgot the the hill giant Morse code How can ending. you? That
0: took up most of the episode.
1: I, listen, I tried to block it from my memory. <laughs> So uh, <laughs> I did almost kill him, but it's his fault for being rash. Anyway, well,
0: we're, we'll we're all looking the- at him like, and you call me stupid,
1: <laughs> right? Um, I just fucked so up a line. <laughs> so then, um, in episode two, shortly after uh, the table, the player playing Bra- or playing Zarog realizes he's been duped. He's super like. Uh, like what? what what's happening everyone's confused and then they go back into town how oh right they go back to town and everything is like
0: back to normal and garrett's just normal-ish. sitting there like nothing happened
1: right like um, like that everything was like decaying and dying they were basically racing um the way I liken it is the scene in Final Fantasy IX when the forest is dying around them and they barely make it. It's kind of like that, except without all the tension. And uh, they get back, and the forest is fine, and all this shit's happening. Nothing's happening, except the sky's a little darker than normal. Yeah, and Garak's there reading his book going, like, well, what took you guys so long? And I'm pretty sure Shay goes, you, why you here?
0: <laughs> yeah, that was when I was trying to do her voice with the speech-to-text. Yeah. <laughs> and Garrick's
1: like I've been here. You are the lucky like out. And so that leads to um Garrick going back to the lake after hearing Shane Reed's story about, you know, all this crazy crap that went on and Garrick kind of goes, "Well, that's interesting." And both Sha and Barreed look at him and go no 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 no
0: no no
1: no no <laughs> no 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 oh. no that's not good
0: <laughs> okay Moscow. and the lake that he's talking about it was full of water when uh Zara was there but when we get there completely empty except for this little thing black box thing in the middle of no it. no you're
1: thinking the exact opposite.
0: Was it the exact opposite? No, yes, because it was try no, to pull Zarog in.
1: No, remember, um, it was it was um it was dry both times. Kind of. Like there was the beach section where Zarog was found, and then the inside there was like a water. There was like a water actual water when you found it.
0: Well no, because when we tried to rescue Zarog, like hands started coming out of the water to pull well,
1: him back that, in. Well, like you uh, get remember, Garrick said, "Guys, we need to go, go now." And I remember because Vareed was treading water, which is why he couldn't go so fast. Mm-hmm. And whatever followed Zarog out of that void, excuse me, was what tried to grab Varid.
0: Well, if I I thought how it happened was, it was trying to pull him in, and you guys were like, "We need to move." And then when we've come back with. Actual Garrick, no water there, except for that little thing in the middle. Because that was when we threw Shay the first time.
1: We'll go with it. It's like it's like it all sounds familiar, but honestly, the biggest part that oh right, because Garrick didn't want to save Varied in the first time. Right. Yes, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I forgot. About and then that the one real Garrick detail. was like,
0: "Oh yeah, we have to save him."
1: Yeah, the real Garrick obviously cared. Yeah. About his henchmen. <laughs>
0: well, he... he... Is he a henchman? Or is that...
1: Sh- well, all of you are his henchmen. <laughs> you are his
0: Why <laughs> What, is there going to be a betrayal later?
1: No, no, but meat shields have their uses. <laughs> especially for squishy mages. Even though the cleric is squishier than him. But some. <laughs> Fucking miracle! The cleric can squish here than the warlock. <laughs> I don't get it. Anyway, gripes aside, so uh, episode two finishes with a battle against um, some undead uh, gnoll warriors and a minor demon lord. And uh, oh wait, um, yes, also about two hours worth of uh, Zarog fumbling about in his temple.
0: And me thinking I was going to steal something, but then we just told uh, Hardith later to steal it.
1: Right. It was like, we, we can't be sure we'll be back here, but you shouldn't steal it because it's important, surely. So then, um, so yeah, uh, Zarog reconnects with his god uh, for all of about an episode and a half. <laughs> and then he literally opened the Bifrost, except imagine the part of the Bifrost, like, if it could kill you, not transport you. It's just like giant beam of light, circular rainbows, happy doodah death on a Basically. minor demon lord.
0: And it worked. And it worked. Oh, that was also that the demon ep-
1: lord has not returned.
0: Yeah. And that was also the episode where we discovered Shay has the ability to go invisible in certain light.
1: Yep, her feathers allow her to sort of disappear, but she has since acquired a cloak that allows her to do it under more conditions.
0: Yeah. Basically, if he ever goes, there is some slight visibility issue. Invisible. Swoop,
1: swoop, Disappearing bird.
0: And then I get a, no matter what, a stealth bonus.
1: It's like basically almost a guaranteed crit like critical stab which is amazing.
0: Um
1: so then episode 3 um obviously even though that second episode we were up until like 3 or 4 in the morning and we been playing all damn day <laughs> it seemed like our our budding cleric still didn't know what he wanted to do so um he's of course just going, "Well, what the hell you guys?" <laughs> I'm an orc. <laughs> and we're like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? So, uh, episode three was a lot of. Um, it revolved. It was a shorter episode, if I recall. Episode three was, what, two hours?
0: Yeah, it was like two and a half.
1: It was really short. And I believe episode three, um, it picked up right where we left off. In fact, it's the very first episode you guys ever heard, and it was us trying to open our Uber monsters.
0: Except oh. we tried to play it
1: off as we were trying to put a wheel back on our fucking... Uh, and the,
0: the people I've talked to who've listened to it, they're like, that was not putting a wheel on.
1: <laughs> it was putting a wheel on. It yeah. was four men engaging in a fucking circle jerk, basically. Open my monster. I will open your monster. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh God! You making this joke, I so,
0: want Monster to sponsor us.
1: Yeah, that'll happen eventually. We'll have to pay them to sponsor us. <laughs> it's
0: like, yeah, no, you guys suck at D D. Uh, I
1: mean, we get sessions done and nobody's died yet, so we can't be terrible.
0: Hey, and we haven't pulled a. Aren't we gods?
1: Not yet.
0: I was referencing another D&D series.
1: Not yet. You haven't. (laughs) One of you will one of these days. So, um, yeah, episode three basically picks up right where uh, episode two left off. We basically fix our busted caravan because, oh, I guess we glossed over that last detail. In episode two, they were trying to escape. They said, nope, screw this place, screw this town, screw all of you. We're leaving, except it broke down. And that's when it happened.
0: Which became a running, which we thought was going to become a running gag, and probably will whenever we get back into the car- into the cart.
1: Yeah, once the caravan goes back, it's gonna bust every time
0: It's like once an episode, it's like, "I am gonna go buy a new fucking <laughs> one?"
1: Why does this thing keep breaking? Because nobody does maintenance on it.
0: And also the DM it be a jerk. <laughs>
1: Listen, no, this is a crappy cart. Loaned, not even loaned to you. You basically took it. And you guys haven't worked on it. They probably
0: won't. It's like, really?
1: (laughs) So, uh, yeah, episode three mostly relates to the party going around and uh, messing with Zarog's mansion, trying to get an idea of, you know, who he is, because he was an amnesiac, obviously, he was, the, the Zarog storyline is pulled out of, literally, like, we, I basically pulled a rabbit out of my hat and said, hi, here's a character.
0: (laughs) I get the feeling he was going to be like an NPC we were going to have following us for a while, and then it's like, hey. (laughs) It's like,
1: let me pull a rabbit out of my hat. And then the rabbit pulled Zarog into the hat. (laughs) <laughs> and now the two kind of have a tug of war going on. Is he in the hat? Is he out of the hat? Nobody really knows. And then so, just
0: screwing with him is hilarious.
1: Yeah, well he deserves it. That's yeah. that's a personal that's a personal thing. He he deserves it. It's fun. Um so again, episode three, a lot of just general messing around and listening to him fumble a lot. A And lot. Then the
0: Attempted first death of Garrick.
1: The brings up an, impor, an important plot point that nobody really seemed to get. Um, so to go over this with a bit more detail, um, Garrick Garrick, um, had a dagger in the uh, chamber of Ur- Urzael, in this mansion, interdimensional space inside of a mansion that served as Zarog's, like, place of worship. And Garrick somehow had direct access to Urzael that was never really brought up uh, by me or by anyone else. And we basically used that as a plot device to really t- kind of test Zarog's loyalty...
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> he was very loyal until Vareed cut off his frickin' arm. Now, it was always my assumption. For some reason I thought they just cut him off at the the elbow, but it seems like now we've just taken the two. He lost his entire arm.
0: No, he, what I assumed was he lost it right between the shoulder and elbow.
1: Yeah, he like he has a nub. But sometimes I think we forget that fact. It's like, by the way, he just takes your arm. Like, not just part of your arm, your arm. Like, you're from fucking well, hand it's to shoulder. Sort of thing. just easier
0: to assume that. But I... I always thought yeah. it was his hand is what we took. I didn't realize he took his full arm until the next episode when he was getting the leather arm built.
1: Yeah, he, um, basically, uh, from just above the elbow to the end of the hand was severed by Vareed in a very deft strike.
0: Like, did um, he, like, cr- like, crit super high?
1: He rolled a 19?
0: Plus his strength it, arm, which is stupidly high his, if I remember yeah. it. Right.
1: So he basically just cut the arm clean through armor. He just, shwoom, like a like a hot knife through butter.
0: Like, it was so fast you didn't even see any blood spread out. It was just like, whoa oh
1: it's just that's his arm mm-hmm. and then because of that um the party got into a fight with a semi-possessed Garrick <laughs> you say party
0: it's Verita it was,
1: was yeah. Verita and Parda so basically Verita fought Garrick and Parda tried to do something Parta yeah, really was
0: going shiver me timbers scissor me timbers yeah,
1: Shay was, was getting laid <laughs> <laughs>
0: Which is the only time it's been successful, and the only time I've actually attempted it, which is even more funny. Yep. Like, I've picked on Ver- on uh, Lugash, Lugash, but for the most part, that was the only time I actually kept to my character joke.
1: Right, right. I and mean, um, it worked. What is it? And it did work, and I allowed it, and I said, yeah, you get laid? Go ahead. I <laughs> have to be the only surviving member of this party.
0: <laughs> sounds like Shay
1: sounds like Shay so um Vareed and Parda eventually do defeat uh, Garrick even though he did like mortally woo Vareed like pretty bad mm-hmm. like it was not like he probably could have if I if I had tried to like make sure somebody died I probably could have but I didn't
0: yeah
1: it was Where not my the- intention to kill people
0: except for garrick but
1: well just because the party wanted him
0: back it's like yeah we'll bring him back
1: well like i said plot point um the dagger incident in episode three is actually it was planned with a very like a lot of that it's not like even though some of it has been like uh like i think it was episode six i think Episode 6 was super impromptu.
0: Episode like 6 re- for us, not episode 6 for those listening.
1: No, no, episode 6 for the, the, the podcast. Oh. That would be episode 5 for you guys. Episode 5 for the podcast was hella planned. Oh, that was that was one of the episodes I tried. <laughs> episodes uh, 4 and 6. Or oh, shit, what? damn Mm. oh yeah we still call it episode three like we're they're all still current episodes right
0: yeah all the episodes on the website are
1: Are three four are three four five six seven
0: right yes
1: yeah so episodes four and six were super impromptu so i had a general idea of what the session was going to be about it was just a matter of shit i don't have the fine details and i don't know what they're going to exactly want to do we'll try my best so that's when episode four happened and we get the leather arm. Oh, I, wanna, I want everyone to know this. The NPC Jimmy was not created by me, especially. I gave Brandon a chance to <laughs> name someone. And instead he just decided to make him me. He was like, Jimmy? And he looked at me. I was like, really? Are you really taking shots at your DM right now? (laughs) So I made Jimmy the most sarcastic son of a bitch that ever existed.
0: And now we're not even sure if Jimmy's on our side.
1: Nobody can ever be sure whose side I'm on. (laughs) True. (laughs) You never know who I'm with. So, um, So episode four was what I would essentially, like, episode four was basically a filler episode. Um,
0: well, it's also the episode where Zarog went from being Zarog to Lulu.
1: Yeah, he, well, he tried to be Lulu. Um, I actually, did, he, didn't become, he didn't become Lulu until episode five.
0: Oh, right, right,
1: right, right. But four and five can kind of be, kind of branched into the same storyline. Uh, episode funny. four was all about them leaving the logging team they had to um, find the logger's son.
0: Yeah, we had to find the logger's son. Found him pretty quickly. Scared the crap out of him.
1: Garrick basically said, "If you drop a pebble, you die." I really and that that moment is what gave our cleric the laughers for about a month. If I did does. the Timmy voice, no, he's he's pretty immune to it now because I've tried to inoculate the man. <laughs> we can't have him like oh my god the i don't know um i think we don't know if we have the outtakes anymore there was a scene i was trying to do the intro as timmy and i think our cleric it had a, i have it somewhere Uh point in short uh our cleric had a heart attack basically
0: yeah if we ever start a patreon i'll probably upload the few outtakes we have like they're so bad that even we're like yeah, we're not going to use this.
1: They're they're just like the gaffs, the the bad, like the. There's nobody who'd want to listen to this,
0: but it might be funny.
1: It might just be like out, like out of context funny.
0: Yeah, or in context funny. It's funny in context. It's funny, but out of context, it sounds stupid.
1: Exactly. So uh, we find Timmy in episode four. Um, then Parda, um, obviously, um, comes with us. No, Parda was missing again once we went to sleep because as with
0: all things, yeah, this is where he got rid of his mace.
1: No, I know, but I was going to say, um, to kind of expand on that, uh, that point a little bit, um, on when we normally record these episodes, there are the four guys, there's me, Chad, the producer, director, writer, and Bird. There's Makana, the Eldrick Knight, and, the, and then there's Brandon, Lulu. The four of us all get together at the same time. We usually get together around three. We grab some drinks, eat, and then we settle down. That usually settles down by around five thirty. Mm-hmm. However, from the hours of five thirty to eight thirty, it's just us between 8:30 and nine Parda comes home and then we she joins us then well,
0: so that's she why she's always knocked out or she's missing
1: yeah or in more recent episodes I will try to focus on a character that she's not with mm-hmm. to alleviate some of that like I'll tell part of the story and then when she gets back we can tell the other half of the story.
0: Or like in this, well, the two most recent episodes, she was stuck in her bear for most of the episode, then passed out. Yeah. And then woke up long enough for her player to be there, then passed out again.
1: Basically. Even though in the episode before last she was awake, but was she really awake?
0: She woke up long enough because the player was there, but then she passed back out. Yeah. We just said she was passed back out.
1: Yeah, we just assumed the potion knocked her out. So then, uh, episode four, in order to basically kill time, I sent the party to a little hole and said, here, drop your mace in this, Zarag. And he went, but why? I said, because you sense something coming from it, like it will take all of your sins away. And he's like, oh, I'll drop my mace. And I'm like, couldn't try anything else? (laughs) Okay.
0: So, so he what dropped were you his mason. He was going to drop in?
1: I don't know what I was expecting from him. <laughs> it well, we doesn't try, matter. But
0: well, we all try to drop something in. No, I just pushed the mason.
1: <laughs> the pebble stayed. The knife. I think the knife came back with a note on it.
0: The knife it, came back with a note on it, but almost hit Vareed while he was sitting in the chair. Yeah. Like he said, that's like, when da 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 da. Funk, <laughs> Yeah.
1: Because
0: this is after the so, cart got upgraded. Yeah, to upgraded. Has, to where it was an like actual caravan and not a stagecoach.
1: Yeah. So, um... Then, they get back to the town guard they talked to that sent them on that waste of time. And that's when Parda had finally come home, and... The town guard basically gave her a very stern talking to, and gave her a manners lesson, which is why Parda underwent a super mega shift in between episodes. Of I'm a snooty elf that doesn't care to. I'm a slightly snooty elf that will insult orcs when needed, but I'm also bubbly,
0: it's super bubbly now. <laughs> super. I, of bubbly. I think I even remember Shay just pulling three gold out and handing it to the guard, just like "thank you."
1: You did, you paid in the garden. He was like, I'm rich! And I think I made like you gave Dobby a suck joke, because whenever you give somebody something like that, it's like, boy, I can <laughs> blow all this money on hookers and blow.
0: <laughs> Basically. <sighs>
1: so, uh, then episode oh. five. Oh, wait. What... Oh, right, episode oh, what four, there was a few other things. What joke did we miss?
0: Um, when he got pulled back in by the skeleton hand in episode two or three, episode two, we came up with the famous, remember your past, remember your past.
1: Roll no. The yeah. Dice. No, that was episode three was, uh, up. remember your past. was it two no, or three? No,
0: episode two. Cause he had gotten pulled back the spear. in. And then it
1: was the spear thing. Remember your past. Roll the fucking dice. Oh, and we also missed the uh, the. It looked like I came to this game without a plan. Was in episode two as well. Basically, episode two was one of the better episodes. It was it's up there with like um, episode five as my favorites.
0: Episode five is the one where we did this castle escape, right?
1: The castle escape, and so I believe. Uh, back to episode four. So we get in the town. Everybody kind of has like a little meeting with people they would figure are important. And episode four, because it was hitting around midnight the next morning, we wrapped it up with Vareed going hunting, and he killed some two-headed elk beasts. And then episode five took place right after that. Yeah, he did the uh, Mm bi-decapitation, which was spectacular, but also physically infeasible. So, um, I episode five.
0: Magical world.
1: Yeah, magical world, magical people, undead, tiefling.
0: Who shaves his horns?
1: Who? Sh- well, his horns were shaved for him, and he's kind of just tried to keep it that way.
0: No, oh, I thought he'd been shaving them himself.
1: Uh, they were originally shaved, uh, to desecrate him, but then he kept them down because it made wearing helmets easier. <laughs> Backstory. Backstory. Um, Which
0: technically we should have him explain what he knows of his backstory.
1: I mean, I could, I could do that.
0: Well, I know you know more of his backstory than he does, but it sort of. Just Not really.
1: No, no. I think actually, I he and I know about as much as uh, we do. I just know what plans I have for him involving his backstory, <laughs> as I do with all of you. <laughs> Um. So where were we? Right up episode that.
0: four. Him going on the hunt.
1: Yes. Yeah, so we did the hunt thing, and we wrapped up for the night. And then episode five, we literally did what we did in episode three, which was take right where we go. Like the episode's supposed to start with him like cutting off the elk horn, elk heads, and then what do you do? He couldn't really come up with a reasonable solution. After he failed, like the, the two things he could have done, he didn't really pass. Yeah. So it's like, okay, let's see what the other people are doing. If you think of something, let me know. He never really thought of something. So that's when, um, uh, Shay and Still are, mm-hmm. went into the alchemist's office from the prior episode for some poison
0: I and, went in for uh, Poison Darts. I think he just went along for... He had no idea.
1: He went along because he was like, I can't leave this bird to do something stupid.
0: Which is funny, because... Mine actually was a legit idea. Like, I want to be a little bit more effective.
1: Yeah. Well, like I said, we'll get into all... Uh, like, the, the personal... Uh, sort of stuff we'll try to get into after. Um, so, episode 5... Um, the short end we have Shay and Zara kind of it, we, they essentially save from Varied. that's yeah Vareed from for a second I was just filling
0: it in yeah mm-hmm. yeah we save Vareed the famous smoke cloud middle
1: finger the, the the still referenced in our personal lives smoke cloud middle finger
0: we'd all love to just be able to do that.
1: It's all just... Oh, that would be the best thing ever to just transmog clouds into whatever shape you want. <laughs> Great. Um, so that happens. Um, they do some skinning, milling. Reed gets paid a platinum piece, which if you actually think about it isn't too much. It's only worth like 50 gold coins or 10 gold coins. A platinum piece isn't actually too much, but... Platinum, platinum. So I've assigned it more of an intrinsic value than monetary. I should well, have just given him an election piece.
0: Copper and silver and gold. So this platinum is important in the sake of story.
1: Basically, and then because he helped be a part of the hunt, Vered went to the castle with Plain and his brother Train. I can't remember his brother's name. I, his brother was unimportant.
0: But
1: his brother was plain. The, which one was the crazy one with the knives? The brother,
0: yeah, <laughs> the crazy butcher of uh,
1: Saskatoon mm-hmm. was his brother. Uh, but he went with Plain to the castle, and that is when Vareed met the now infamous man in purple, Ferrisong, who's kind of become the de facto antagonist of the story arc.
0: Did he meet Farisong? I thought he only met the head guard.
1: He met the head guard, but song is the one who was with the old
0: guard.
1: Ah. But so we only knew him as the man purple then.
0: Yeah. And I thought we I thought you had said his description, or maybe you said it out of DM, like yeah, he's a blah blah blah.
1: I think I said it uh, specifically to Vareed, but for everybody else, this is who he is.
0: Yeah. He's a half Orc half elf?
1: Half elf, half orc, yep.
0: Was basically he's what Garrick is eventually going to be.
1: Garrick is a human for everyone who doesn't know.
0: Well, when I say what he's going to be, his power wise.
1: Or right? has Garrick already passed that point. Nobody truly knows.
0: Well <laughs> I haven't seen Garrick's character sheet in a while.
1: Uh, Garrick's character sheet hasn't really changed on a formal standpoint. Oh my gosh. We haven't gosh, seen
0: um, uh, Farrah Song's, right?
1: No, Ferris Song has no available stats. Yeah.
0: Not until after we get defeat him, and then it's like, oh!
1: <laughs> what have you done?
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, we only saw the Basglish sheet after we defeated it, and it's just like, you had us fight what?
1: Well, the basilisk actually at your party level. A normal basilisk, isn't too bad yeah. for your level you guys are at. And it was it was modified basilisk. It wasn't like a traditional, like quadruped. I made it more like a Harry Potter Final Fantasy basilisk, because I find those much more in- dangerous than a traditional land-bound fucking four-foot-long quadruped. Fuck that or twelve-foot-long quadruped.
0: We just called it
1: the Basilisk. We just called it the Basilisk because that's what I prefer to call it. Um, so episode five then did the... We'll give the the abbreviated cliff notes from here uh, because episode five did so much. Uh, Vareed met Farisong. Lugash became... A thing. Uh, Zorog met Ownvale in that wonderful tea time cock swinging event. <laughs> that was fucking which one? hilarious. There's like now. The, well, the original. The original, like, talking to Ownvale, called himself a bitch in front of a god, which is not what you do! In front of a god! Um, if a god
0: asks you, are you a god, you say yes! You say yes!
1: Ray... If someone asks you if you were a god, you say yes! Um, what is it? Um, they decide to break into the castle. That fails. <laughs> then, Shay has the great escape and also saves Parda, and then Vareed and Lugash get their semi-butts kicked in by a bunch of knights.
0: Well, no. Vareen's perfectly fine, because he's like, yeah, I'm not fighting you.
1: Yeah. It's, Lulu it's once again, Lugash is the I will fight to the bitter end, better or worse, and it gets fight so much trouble. End.
0: I will fight to the bitter end, where the DM has to basically roll so you don't die instantly.
1: Right? It's like, you know, eventually I'm just going to give a guy
0: a sword.
1: Um, I'm going to give a guy... Like a random NPC, a sword called the Bitter End, and he's going to be the one to kill Duga. If he ever does, <laughs> he will fight till the bitter
0: end. <laughs> Pulls out the sword and says, "Bitter End."
1: Yep, it'll just say in Orsomer Bitter End.
0: He's just going to drop the mace and turn around, and be like, "Well, I'm done." He literally, fight he's, him. Just, he's like, "I'm done."
1: Yep, but he he can't because you're like, "What are you, yellow?" And he's like, oh, fuck. Why'd you have to say that?
0: Are you yellow, McFly?
1: <laughs> Nobody calls me chicken. <laughs> so, um, and then episode five ended with Vareed and the headguard, Ordis, squaring off. And then episode six takes place right after that with Vareed and Ordis doing, doing battle and then Shane Parta run into a familiar
0: Familiar face.
1: You how dare you not call him a friend? He saved you how many times?
0: Well no, you cut out like for a few seconds there.
1: Oh, a familiar friend. Yeah. Um they meet Garrick, who then realizes his plan's gone astray, but not for lack of his trying. It's like he was hoping he'd have enough time. So he comes in and intervenes, like, on the precipice of death. But obviously he can't stop. He can't, like, give in.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Garrick does some uh, story stuff to set some things in motion. But he, like, honestly, like, Vareed uh, Makana got Ordis down to within ten percent. I know. He he like he really did. So honestly, Garrick came in. It was a matter of like the only problem is Ordis is probably going to hit. So if Garrick or someone doesn't intervene, this isn't going to end well for our budding Eldric Knight. So then uh, they do some timey wimey dungeony bullshit. They fight a basilisk. Shay gets a shiny, shiny set of daggers.
0: Which I think has just been nicknamed the Demon Killers at this point.
1: Uh, Yeah, Shay nicknamed them the Demon Killers. And uh, pulled off a God of War style execution. Basically. Because I wanted her to, and I felt it would be really cool for her character to do so.
0: Well, I was sort of planning. That's how I was going to kill it as I'm, like, climbing this thing. So it's like, well, we might as well go with it. Right. And then you start describing exactly what I was thinking I was going to do. So it's like, well, fine.
1: So then... Um... Dungeon Crawl. Yeah. Then we did a... Oh, wait, no. That was all of uh, Episode 6.
0: Basically, you crawl. In the
1: next episode. Yeah, episode 6. Or episode... Wait. See, damn, because we just did episode 7. So wait, was episode... Oh, right, episode 5 was all the basilisk.
0: Episode 5 was the basilisk. Episode 6 was... Was the dungeon dungeon crawl,
1: crawl, quote-unquote. Dungeon crawl.
0: Which we're still technically in that same dungeon crawl. It's just we had a...
1: Location change.
0: We had a location change. And then another so, location change.
1: And, well, I mean, the second location, you're still in the same location. It's just you're progressing more. Yeah. So episode six was mostly them fighting and trying to go through some uh, weird dungeons below the castle. They meet Ferrisong for real. They've they've been introduced to him kind of. Like, he's there for all of about ten seconds. He goes, you guys suck. And then he leaves. And then lugash finally calls down his cleric powers and sarah demonstrated the same cleric power about 30 minutes before him and everyone in the party went well where's this been and she's like i wasn't mad enough (laughs) so everyone's like
0: for her character
1: exactly so um, enough to use that
0: when we needed it most
1: exactly so they basically kill some things, and then they go through to escape a creeping black death because and that's when, that's when because that's always important to make sure people go where I want them to <laughs> <laughs> it, works. Uh, it works um so um hello, I'm here okay, I want to make sure my headphone's win. And I went, no!
0: Don't tell me, please! <laughs> no, we're at the 52-minute mark.
1: I know, we're going to make it. Don't worry, I'm a genius. <laughs> um, so, then... What is it? Um, blah, blah, blah. So, episode 7, the most recent, Was it the most recent? No, the semi-most recent.
0: Episode 7 is the most recent. Episode 7 on the website. Episode 8, eight. is the I- most recent.
1: Yeah, is the one we recently did but haven't posted. So, no, episode just, seven...
0: No, we had, um, the newest one we just posted. Um, we haven't done any newer one than that.
1: Wait, so... The one
0: that's which on the one website. Is the
1: one, okay, so which one is it? Seven or eight where you guys um, go through the fortress?
0: Seven. If we're going by the people listening, it's episode seven. This is going to be episode eight. Technically. Unless we just call it recap episode.
1: We'll just call it a recap.
0: It might. For the sake of organization on Apple's B8, but...
1: Yeah. Right. Um, so the best way to explain... Wait, so... God, that confuses the shit out of me because it's like... We did two episodes. The episode where... Sarah's stuck in bear form, and then the, the most recent episode.
0: Episode 6 was where she's in the bear form. Episode 7 where she's passed out.
1: Oh my god. See, this is what hurts my brain. So I guess. The, oh, it's the newer oh wow. stuff that
0: gets us confused. It's the older stuff where it's like, oh yeah, that's what happened.
1: Yeah. Well, no, it's uh, like episode numbers that get me. Anyway, the uh, the. Second to last most recent episode, um, they were stuck in the realm of Ancomar and obviously Sarah wasn't there so she stuck in her bare form. I would do whatever she needed and I didn't have to roleplay as her. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was the perfect catch. Yeah. Um, so then um, they get into the fight, into a fight with some demons and um, The long and short of it. Uh, They get into a fight with some demons. Uh, A mystical ranger saves their heinies. Everyone gets staggeringly drunk. And the episode ends with a few loose ends being tied. Namely Shay's um, ritual that Shay's been looking forward to so much. Isn't that right, Shay?
0: If you were in the room, you'd know exactly what I'd be doing right
1: now. Giving me the big (laughs) devil bird. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then the most recent episode involved basically picking up where the last episode before that picked off. And they basically go through a fortress that was once the great battlefield between um, the humans, the dwarves, and the elves.
0: And Tiefling? Um, tiefling's just there.
1: The Tieflings were there. Um, there were a few factions that were like, um, mercenaries that fought for all the sides.
0: Fair enough. Oh, fuck. Your mic just completely changed.
1: No, why does it
0: do this to me now? What'd it do?
1: Headset death.
0: Ooh. So now you're on your phone mic?
1: Hold on, I might be able to get this to work.
0: <laughs> you actually sound better this way somehow.
1: Mm, I believe it. We'll just leave it there.
0: Alright. <laughs> yeah, it's like instantly, you're, I thought you dropped, and then it's like quality change, and I'm like, did you change your mic?
1: Oh my god, would you work?
0: <laughs> Let's just I keep going. Hate-
1: I hate phones. Fuck. Anyway, (laughs) oh no, my I've been charging my phone this whole time. Shit, I had that eventuality planned. So. I love how right at the end the quality gets better. That's. I guess that's. Oh, it's so on brand.
0: Uh, It is normally it's like oh crap we just realized something was broken.
1: Yep. Which I mean, we've so, got
0: that fixed,
1: right? So what is it? Um, so the latest episode, um, Auren takes um, the adventurers through the the fortress. Um, they come across a few rooms. Um, they can't. The most notable of which is the room they eventually entered with some room mechanics that I allowed people to explore a little bit and then the hill
0: gianting happened well the puzzle room I find the most hilarious of all people to figure it out on the first try is Brandon
1: Brandon said he loves puzzles
0: I know I do too I just thought it was hilarious that he figures it out literally just by sitting there going you first you first you first you first
1: Mm, it actually made sense, and actually his order was correct.
0: I know it was. It's just I thought it was funny that it's like literally him going, you, 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 you. Right. It's like it probably would have, if he had, if we had made it more confusing, we would have been sitting there for like 20, 30 minutes figuring it out.
1: He just, and that, first I, That to me wouldn't have been fun. Hmm? That wouldn't have been fun.
0: It wouldn't have been fun for us. It would have been fun for everybody listening just hearing us get more and more aggravated at each other.
1: That to me that's not fun though. That's I know. Fun. No. So then they solve the puzzle and then the um basically you guys get the clasps for a magic item that hasn't been revealed to anyone yet.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and then I'll, I was about to say, we figured out the puzzle room, then we fought those water creature things and destroyed the wall. No no, 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 no. It wasn't, that was afterwards. That was after the puzzle room? You guys fought the water creatures, then
1: it was the Hell Giant, then it was the puzzle room.
0: Oh, yeah. Because I was like, oh, yeah, we also had uh, Shay get the other half of her spell
1: cursed you got you got one of your uh, first tastes of your power
0: yeah so apparently my blood is explosive
1: kind of you'll see
0: yeah I'm sure yeah so I think we're caught up cause we're at cause yeah that's basically everything
1: Yeah, that, like, once you guys put on the
0: clasps
1: for the magic item, that's where we ended the last episode.
0: Which will be the beginning of next episode when we finally record the next one.
1: Yeah, if Brandon ever will allow us to reconvene.
0: Yeah, true. Well, next week it'll, yeah, we'll get into that details later.
1: I was going to say, I know I can do it.
0: Well, I mean, I'm assuming what we're about to do is we're going to teleport back.
1: Oh, no, that's... No, mm-mm, no, you got another episode or two before you teleport back, good buddy. Ooh. Oh, you guys aren't done yet. <laughs> oh, no, no, no.
0: There's just a magical item that's going to push us along.
1: This is going to be important for the next section of dungeon crawling.
0: Oh, Yay.
1: For, for you guys listening, I'll give you a sneak preview of the next episode. Imagine if they had Doctor Strange's cloak without the personality.
0: That'll be interesting.
1: It will be interesting. So, um... Yeah, no, um... Although I will say, the episodes coming up leading to you guys getting back into FOMO hot are going to be very, 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 very important. Very what? Important.
0: Okay, yeah, you cut out when you said that.
1: Of course I did. It's Discord slash my intro.
0: Slash my recording.
1: Slash everyone. It's everyone's fault but ours. <laughs>
0: yeah so now that we're all recapped uh any answers you want to give or questions
1: uh it depends what what question
0: we need
1: direct off hmm
0: well what are your plans that you can talk about
1: ooh um uh in what, in regards to what and or who
0: uh, let's start just basic story
1: ooh um, that
0: you can because, spoil
1: okay so um, base okay we're getting to the point where um, important story bits are going to be happening in the next couple episodes so I won't give those away but let's just say for general story Um, I'm going to illuminate certain truths about everyone's characters (laughs) going forward um, as well as introducing elements that were previously brought up that people didn't really either catch or think were important as well as and this is the part that I think is most important I'm going to establish a firm timeline
0: of events (laughs) <laughs> is that going to be written right, up well, so we can put it up of... on the website or is this just something what's that what's is the storyline you're talking about going to be I mean timeline going to be written up or is it just something you're going to have
1: um actually it's going to be um I'm going to let you guys know now just like episode 5 had its set piece moments mhm in one of the episodes coming up I'm not going to say how many episodes it is because you Depending on how productive the party is. We won't really know. But I'll give a like soft cap of expect by the next three episodes there is going to be a moment that I'm. Ba- it's basically going to be a cinematic for everyone. I'm basically going to script it. <laughs> I'm going to script it out and read it to everyone. Ooh. And it's going to establish a firm timeline of events that have unfolded not like an in-game recap because that would be boring no no something far more important for everyone
0: basically somebody grabbing everybody by the ears and going listen you little shits
1: kind of except it's not going to be so much listen it's going to be um we're going to see I'm going to call it an interstellar moment and I'm gonna leave it at that.
0: Alright. No,
1: guys. you guys aren't Matthew McConaughey.
0: <laughs> I'm just assuming time warp or something weird like that.
1: It's not like
0: I said, I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm not gonna right. I'm not gonna try to I was just team. saying what I'm assuming now. Mm-hmm. So if somebody who actually finally puts in the comments Ha ha Right. Uh so what's another any questions you wanna ask me or is there Mommy to come up with another one for you?
1: Um I mean I can still kinda of expand on um more story if that's what you want. Um major things, obviously, like there's gonna be the timeline. You guys are going to obviously settle the incursion in FOMO hot that will end. So and I do have that, the the, the stuff, stuff you guys you are already doing, out. that will be resolved soon. Mm-hmm. I have ideas for storylines to come. However, um I'm looking forward to a period of you guys doing whatever you
0: ooh. For those of you who didn't hear in case he crashed, um Basically, he's going to give us a free
1: play. Yep. There's there's going to be decided story arcs. Hopefully, they won't be so as narrow as this one. I'm going to be honest. The storyline they're in right now is my fault. (laughs) Totally my fault. But it kind of worked because of reasons we'll get into afterwards. After all the uh, questions.
0: I, should, I actually should ask, because you're the first one here. Is there any specific reasoning for how you came up with Garrick?
1: Ooh. Actually, it's funny. I was originally going to play him. I, came, I was at work, and I was stocking plastics. Uh, for those who don't know, I'm a very boring person. I work retail, and I occasionally stock and, you know, cash out people. And I was literally in exotic foods and plastics. I'm in between Tupperware and paneer sauce. And I went, I have the best idea for a character. So I took about 10 minutes out of my work day to scribble down the notes of what I <laughs> thought. I literally stood in the middle of an office. People were coming by, like, Oh, hi, how are you doing? As I'm coming up with the idea for
0: Derek at work. People basically think you're just writing down paperwork. This is what's in stock. If they actually looked over your shoulder, it's like, he's writing on a D and D sheet. <laughs>
1: I wish. No, I was on my phone. It, was, it wasn't so plain. <laughs> but um, I came up with Garrick at work. And I was like, dude, I would love to play this guy. He sounds so cool. And then, of course, I got home and looked at, like, the war. Originally, he was going to be, like, a spell sword kind of thing. Ooh. I just I love spell swords. But Eldritch Knights are also kind of not my thing. And there are other wet methods I could do it. And I was originally going to have him be a blade lock. Because I love, um, like in, say, like Skyrim, I love conjuring weapons, and blade lock is right there. That's what I love. Melee, <laughs> Warlock, conjured weapons, fucking amazing. I was like, cool. But then I was like, shit, we have so many people that are melee-focused. I said, let me read some other stuff. And then I found Pact of the Tome, and I went, oh my god, my Castlevania senses are tingling. And... <laughs> I just, I love, if there's something I love as much as conjuring swords from thin air and gutting people with them, it's conjuring swords from books and slaying people with them. And so the idea of using a book to, like, open up and kill people, just, I was like, ah, it's it's done. It's decided. Although his, um, the problem I had was, um, obviously, I'm the DM and my character even though i want to be a player in this as well can't be you so know powerful as important light upon yeah so obviously i know everything and garrick would know certain things because his book is filled with dread knowledge he has ideas of he knows of things people wouldn't normally know mhm so it's like i the problem i had was my character's really cool but my pc's are gonna rely on him every. Eventually, I turned him into what you guys know him as today, aka Warlock Fuckery. Basically, out of necessity. Out of necessity, out of necessity I had to make him from uh, humble humble beginnings into Sith apprentice,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then technically because you created Brandon's character for him. To some extent.
1: He, uh, not just some extent. I was... Um, for those of you who don't know, Brandon loves tabletop RPGs, but he's not the best at them. Personal. It's it's a personal thing. He's he, he has personally admitted he's not great with character creation.
0: I think he would do better as like a barbarian or something simple.
1: Um... Religious people are hard to play. Even I don't really like playing religious characters. It is and rough.
0: Of course, his character is one of the keys to the story.
1: Right now, his character is like one of the focuses of this storyline.
0: Ooh! Oh, I, I want to say something, but I can't. Ooh! <laughs> ah, he can't kittles. say it to me. He can't. He can say it to me. He can't say it for you guys. I
1: can't say. Let's just say certain harsh truths are going to arrive. And he's Again? not going to like them. He's not going to like them. Oh, boy. Oh, oh. Like I said, there have been some plot developments since the last time you and I talked, Chad. And Oh, <laughs> oh it's so bad, but it's so good. Anyway, um, so I came up with – it's actually weird. I came up with his name –
0: Came up with his name?
1: I came up with Zarog. Because mm. that was that was me. It's a very me-sounding name. Yeah. Like, schools of thought. I am an orc cleric serving a house of the dead. Zarog. Zarog sounds okay. Mm-hmm. I'm an orc cleric. Lugash. What?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, his excuse was, and it makes sense... He got it from Shadow of Mordor. Okay. And it was one of the chieftains that he was trying to make the head one. Hmm. And he just really liked the name. That's fair. Which is why his character said it was the name of my uncle.
1: <laughs> I don't remember that.
0: It was like really off shoot, like really quick. He said mm. it to Jimmy and Jimmy goes all we found is nothing there.
1: Mm, okay.
0: You're going to have to go release the episode now, aren't you?
1: I'm going to have to, just so I can understand. But anyway, so, yeah, Zara, like, I didn't tell him what kind of cleric he had to be. <laughs> That's the thing. I didn't tell him. I said, maybe look through one of the other books. Remember, I have Xanathar. Xanathar has a couple of other classes. And in Brandon fashion. And in Brandon fashion, I said, like, you know, like, what about Circle of the Dead? Hmm. Like, Look at all the cool stuff they have. You're like an anti-cleric, but you're still a cleric. And, and then he, he tried to, like... It. What's that? And then he went for it. And then he went for it. Who's like, but what's the reason why? I said, dude, I, I have already thought of several ways you could be this I've already thought of several ways you could beat any of these clerics. Just tell me what you want. And that was back when episode two, obviously. Like, we were, we'd were, we gone swimming and got pizza and we were making his character.
0: And the dog sold my pizza.
1: Oh my god, that dog. That any, dog wow. ate so fast. He ate half your pizza in two seconds. I know. So, what was it? Um, so, that kind of spawned the bitch do you think I came to this game without a plan I had been thinking of ways to include his character but I couldn't know which way to go until I found out what he was being (laughs) well he decided to go with a like a circle of the undead cleric perfect I've got the storyline to fit you in
0: which just basically has led to all these perfect jokes now Mm
1: mm-hmm Unfor- uh, and this okay. This is the perfect time to talk about it. The storyline we're going through was not the storyline I had originally planned. <laughs> Ooh. Nope.
0: We just Unfortunately, sort of
1: I made Brandon's character and my character too important in the story, <laughs> and mixed with um, uh, the player and everyone else's actions to it. Like we were trying to all kind of gauge each other. It basically worked out that we needed to have Brandon sort out his... Because Brandon was playing a character that wasn't his.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He was playing a character that somebody else basically designed for him because he really couldn't make his mind at mm-hmm. the time. So my job was to wash my hands of him thoroughly. I was trying to get rid of Zarog out of my hands and my influence on it as soon as possible which is sort of work it has the only problem is in doing so I basically created the storyline to give Lugosh purpose now <laughs> so because I wanted rid of Zara so bad everything else is kind of my fault but also at the same time oh boy are you guys next five episodes <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the players are gonna hate me, but you guys, the, the the listeners, oh, you're gonna love
0: love what comes. What's that? You're gonna love what comes along.
1: Oh yes.
0: Huh, let's see. Any other questions for you that I can think of?
1: It can be about just about anything. It doesn't have to be like if you think you can get try.
0: Well, I was trying to get all the D and D heavy stuff out of the way.
1: Well, that's what I mean.
0: Well, you got any questions for me other than, where did you come up with Shay?
1: I have a feeling came up with Shay. Hmm. I don't know. Um, actually, I already have your... You are the next planned story, actually, Chad.
0: You've hinted at that.
1: You, um... You guys are obviously going to go through your free play session, but I've already started designing the next section of story.
0: The season two, or is this end of season one?
1: Uh, it, for you, it will be the season two. Season one is going to be Caravan Thirteen and the adventures that follow. Season two is going to be your story.
0: Um, what's funny is where I came up with Shay I was like okay this is the first time I'm going to play D&D I want an interesting character because I was like okay I don't want a human and I don't want an elf and I'm just randomly going through characters and I come across a Kenku hmm hmm I start reading it and I'm like I could have fun with this little did I realize there's no easy way to play a Kenku (laughs) speech not
1: without I mean the traditional way is like um like you describe a sound to give an idea of what they're thinking Mm -hmm. but I being a liberal and generous DM
0: said I'll allow voiceovers
1: and famous catchphrases that she has no business knowing
0: Well, that's actually how, as I'm researching Kenku, somebody says they played their Kenku, is they just use soundboards to talk.
1: Which makes sense. You're basically Bumblebee.
0: Yeah. Which, I wish I was better at editing, because I would try and edit it to where whenever I'm talking as her, there would be different sounds as she's talking. Right. But... Because I suck at editing, and I really don't feel like sitting down for twice as long to edit it. Right. You guys get the attempted voice. Mm-hmm. That sounds nothing like a bird.
1: I can kind of hear it. I've heard. I've heard cockatrices speak.
0: Which is funny because from what it sounds like, you've hinted at she's going to slowly, maybe not be a kenku anymore.
1: That is not true. Oh. You'll still be a kanku. There are hmm. just other things at work. Okay. You will yeah. still be a third person. No,
0: but what, fun,
1: what, the... what, what, what fun would it be if I said, by the way, you're no longer your character. Anymore. That's a
0: dick move. Well, She's still going to be a Kenku. It's just from what it sounds like she might have more what's the other bird species called the ones that can't fly I forget what they're called
1: penguins vulture
0: kenkus can't fly they're the ones that look like parrots and
1: isn't that a cockatrice
0: I'm actually having to google this right now as we're talking
1: Oh my goodness. Flackety-clackety-clack.
0: A mechanical keyboard.
1: Kind of love those red cherry... Key-
0: the Erakorka. Or Kokra. I have
1: mean, no idea what that is.
0: They are bird person.
1: Mm. They
0: have wings, but they also have the claws like Kenku.
1: Interesting.
0: And, yeah, so they can still fly... But they also don't have... Uh... They're all the good stuff of Kenkus. They're all the good stuff Kenkus should have. Um, you can speak, read, and write common Arakoka and Arin.
1: Hmm.
0: But they have wings, whereas Kenkus do not.
1: That is not the intended plan. I know. It would be cool.
0: I know, it would. No, there's only one little part I'm saying she's not gonna be a Kenku anymore, because once she loses that, the whole point of being a Kenku is gone. Right. And I'm not saying it because I want people to think figure out what I mean.
1: Chad has an idea of what's happening. But he knows not the full truth of his situation.
0: Nope.
1: Just like Zarag doesn't know the full truth of his situation.
0: Which is sad because I've guessed everybody else's story more than mine. Which is sad.
1: But not even. Yet. Hmm. This is going.
0: Yeah, I don't know where this is going. I just have been able to guess everybody as we've been playing. Now
1: let's see. Um. Oh, I did set the uh, record straight with Parda. Mm hmm. That will be explained more in the coming episodes, but I basically talked to her and I said, "Hey, this is my plan." She went, "Okay, I like your plan." So hopefully, we'll get a more tonally consistent druid.
0: <laughs> That'll be fun. Yeah, we need to get the other two—at least Sarah and Makana—in on a one of these.
1: I love how we're not including. Hmm?
0: I love how we're not including. Well, we are going to include him too, but for the most part, the questions I would have asked him, you could have to answer. Like what? His character.
1: Ah, uh, yes.
0: I mean, if we were all here, I'd actually have like I would have actually planned out some questions, but this is just. Hey.
1: Hi. You've made a thing and put it on the internet. Answer some questions about. It.
0: Basically. If I knew we were more popular and we had, like, a Patreon where I could go, hey, ask us some questions. Right. Then I'd do one of these, like, every five episodes and we try and all get together and just answer questions.
1: Yes, that would be most spectacular. Mm
0: -hmm. But, yeah, that's future plans.
1: Future plans. Ooh, 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 can can we tease that yet? Do you think it's possible to tease the other thing? Which thing? The one thing we've made cheats for.
0: Oh, the uh, other series that you're working on?
1: Yes, the other series. Spoilers, we're coming up with a new series for you guys.
0: We're, okay, so we're coming up with a second tabletop RPG series. Yep. And it's yes based off of the So Many Stars?
1: Stars Without Numbers. System. Stars Without
0: Numbers. Something Stars is all I know of this.
1: Yep, it's a solar sci-fi
0: campaign in case you guys ever get tired of swords and sorcery.
1: Or well, if the players will take
0: top. like a few months off from Caravan 13 and start this one up. And then we'll jump back
1: yeah. into Caravan Thirteen. Yeah. Um, the cast has already mostly been founded. We're taking us. We could honestly, if I'm, if if I as a DM and being honest, we could probably start Stars Without Number anytime if we all got the cast together. But there are certain casting. Um things happening where schedules aren't quite aligning it would get really weird, yeah, like we already have a odd enough time getting everyone together so if we were to do stars now, it would just be uh sporadic when we can get that crew together
0: yeah, that's sort of why with that one, I was thinking we should almost do it in that twenty and try and record like we're recording right now.
1: Do what, do it online? Yeah. I don't know how that would work online. Yeah. L- like D our- is
0: easy because they have so many different websites you can use. Yeah. Heck, uh who is it? The guys who do DBC abridged, their D series is done through like Nat twenty.
1: Nat twenty or roll twenty?
0: Roll twenty it- it, something twenty. It, it's always something twenty. I I know I have I know
1: I have a roll twenty account and I've used it before and I like it. And it is interesting, and there are parts about it I like. But I just don't physically have a way to use it
0: right now. Yeah. Yeah, if there was an easy way to do it for st- stars. For, for stars, I'd say we should do that one online, and then keep D&D for in-person.
1: Right. For now.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. You guys are getting a small behind-the-scenes thing, because I'm still recording.
1: Yeah. Well, I figured we might as well tease that here at the end. Be like, hey, look forward to potential new season.
0: New series.
1: (laughs) If we ever decide, or maybe that will be our, like, not recorded sessions and we can just enjoy. We don't know.
0: Well, that's sort of what Makana's attempted started series worked out as, but it failed. Mm, not because I would it was just bad, say... just because us. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, well, this is stuff we have to iron out down the road.
1: For sure. For sure. I'm... Okay. I want to bring up something Hmm. do you think we could ever trust Brandon to DM a campaign (laughs) I kind of want him to run a shot
0: I have a few one shots because there actually is a I think it's based off of GURPS actually there is somebody Uh who came up with a way of doing um... what was the DLC called from Borderlands 2
1: Ah, fuck. I wouldn't it, know.
0: Somebody basically made that game.
1: Oh, the Tiny... Or the terrible, Tiny Tina's uh...
0: Dungeon Crawl. Yeah. Something Dungeons. I don't remember what it was actually called. But it was basically... Somebody figured out how to make... The Borderlands-style RPG... In, like, GURPS or... Another tabletop RPG system
1: interesting
0: and I think he could pull that one off he could probably pull a few off if he actually took time to sit figure it out for sure I mean there's a few I've come up with but they would be more than a one-off
1: oh yeah it's so hard to do correctly
0: well one-offs the best way to do one-offs are pre-made stories because then you can go well this should only take like six hours sort of thing right I mean we know Makana can he just needs to add more detail
1: I think Makana had a set idea of what he wanted to have happen in the first episode and we weren't going through it fast enough or time was too short so he kept uh, skipping on details. I think Makana's campaign, which none of you will have seen, but I think that has a lot of potential just as an off-screen thing.
0: Yeah, that's... It's fun, but that would be cooler having us play it out and then making it into like a comic series or something. Right. Whereas Caravan 13, eventually it'd be cool to get the people listening, have them go. Having a live audience as we're playing, eventually. Right. But we can't afford to do Twitch and all that right now.
1: No, 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 no.
0: That would be having to go to one person's house every single time, and yeah. Yeah. The way we do it now is fine. We could eventually start adding video. Only because we would only need like three or four GoPros.
1: Only three or four.
0: Yeah, we'd have to figure it out. Well, that or we just keep the DMM on like GoPro and then we have the three of us. Accidentally hit my mic stand. Nice. That was a loud bang. Um. Yeah, we can have it to where the three of us are forced to play across table from the DM, so it's like a camera focused on us, and then one on the DM. But
1: that's
0: <clears throat> once again down the road.
1: Right. Um. Any other questions at all?
0: I mean, none that don't go into spoiler. That's the problem.
1: <laughs> uh, like what?
0: Well, I've already asked you where we're playing. I, there's not really much else you can go with that. Um, is there any background you can give that maybe we just missed but isn't per se story important?
1: <laughs> um. hmm.
0: Like what does FOMA hot normally look like? like it's setting
1: Um, it would normally be like the way I would describe it would roughly account god I'm trying to think of um, fantasy towns in fantasy I could use Um, fuck what's the town in the witcher 3
0: fuck I need to play the witcher 3
1: oh man it's um, the one uh, for those of you who are listening I can't remember the name of that godforsaken town, but it's really awesome. Uh, technically, Fulman Hot doesn't set in the, isn't set in the water, but it's traditional, like you know, cobble-built houses with well, you know, ni- nice roofs or whatever. You know, it's so not it's a shitty uh... looking, but it's the it's the town where uh, Triss Marigold is in Witcher Three. Oh, yeah, fuck! I, mean, I'm,
0: I think I vaguely remember watching somebody play, it, and I know what city you're talking about. It's stereotypical big city for a fantasy style.
1: Basically, which are three cities? Sorry, I'll I'll hear. i googling. <laughs> I believe it's Novigrad.
0: Yeah, it's that stereotypical. Uh oh. I think I actually have a better description uh what's the name of the main city in fable and fable two I don't fable know, 3 I know. Is too big fable one well fable two it was big but not sprawling fable three right. it's and it's a metropolis at that right point. it's the town I... where the castle is
1: in fable. yeah. I honestly can't fucking remember.
0: That's another one of my favorite games. How do I forget that?
1: Clackity clack.
0: Well, the I was about to say it's Albion, and then I'm like, wait. I
1: was going to say Albion's the name of the fucking planet or continent, yeah. isn't
0: it? Uh, <laughs> give me a better description of Albion hey it... really nah I don't remember it, the main city in Fable right Albion
1: I don't think it's Albion I thought Al- the name of the country.
0: It's Albion, but I'm trying to remember the name of the sea. It's like a... It's like none of them are specifically... Not and... Right. Man. It's just that... It's not industrialized, but it's just a lot of cobblestone and slightly better than thatch roof.
1: Right? It's like general stone houses brick roof. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: And it's on the water, but it's not on the water. Right. But it's the one where the capital and everything is.
1: Right. I, I know the city you're talking about. I just, I wasn't big into Fable, so I, like... I played the first one a lot, but I don't remember much details about it. It's been like 10 years. Well, the
0: first game, the biggest building was a mansion. Mm -hmm. There was a a castle in one of the DLCs, but that, for the most part, was the biggest place. Fable 2 had a giant castle, had multiple castles, had the spire, and yeah. And then Fable 3 had a lot of big areas. But yeah, Fable 3. Right. Fable 3 had a lot of potential. Had
1: yeah. so much potential.
0: And then the last half of the game is the last half of the game.
1: And then you had to kill your girlfriend.
0: You had to kill your... Oh, no. At the beginning of the game, you had to kill your girlfriend.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, the game went downhill from... You had to kill your girlfriend.
0: Well, you could, you could have picked two kill yourself but then your brother goes no we can't
1: yeah I know that's that's my point yeah
0: and it wasn't really that part that was the problem it was the whole we finally get to see what the darkness actually looks like from the first two games mm-hmm and it's like that's it. <laughs> you've built these creatures up to be these gigantic shadow monsters and it's like it looks like paper mache. Naturally. Yep. Like this is the creature that is supposed to be keeping Reaver alive the last three games. Yeah. We're sort of getting off track now from D&D so I think that sort of brings it to an end unless we want to start a different podcast series
1: (laughs) I mean it could be it's the welcome to the recap podcast where we talk about things we want to and then divert
0: basically gets it out of our system before we actually play right
1: (laughs) that would be be hilarious if it actually but we are hitting
0: at 140 yeah so I think let's call it here
1: (laughs) I think we call it here
0: All right. So this has been Chad, the sound guy. And James, your
1: resident butthead.
0: And DM. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.